yourself, my man. You'll never be what is in your heart. Weep, little lion, man. You're not as brave as you were at the start. Rate yourself and rake yourself. Take all the courage you have Wasted on fixing all the problems that you made in your own head. But it was not your fault but mine. And it was your heart on the line. I really fucked it up this time. Didn't I, my dear? seen this all before tremble little lion man you'll never settle any of your scores your grace is wasted in your face your boldness stands alone among the wreck now learn from your mother or I'll spend your days biting your own neck but it was not your fault but mine To the Just Passing Through podcast, I am cycling home from work. It's September the 11th, and it's about four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just cycling past Kamakura Kokomai. I've got the the road and the sea on the right, and I've got the 
station on my left. I do this cycle every day, every day. Now today, because I'm back at work now, back at work, back to the grindstone, doing stuff I don't really like doing. But this last few months, no, I'd say this past year, I've been trying to build up something to get me out of this fucking predicament that I'm in. This camera keeps dropping every time I'm going over a curb. To get, um, to get out of this predicament that I'm in. And today, around lunchtime, I got my 10th client. So I said to me, Sen, as soon as I got my 10th client, I would tell folk what I've been doing. So for the past nine months, I started this up nine months ago in January, just after New Year started. I thought, fuck it, I'm going to start coaching people. So that's what I started doing. Now, I'm not a millionaire. I've not made bucket loads of money. And I've not really got a successful business. So what sort of coaching could this fucking Northern Chancer possibly give? Well, let me tell you. After seeing all these people when I lived in Tokyo that were on a shitload of money, I noticed that they, they weren't very happy. When I saw all these people in Tokyo that were making millions and millions every year. People that were the same age as me. You have never seen an unhealthier, unhappier bunch of people in your entire life. And I shit you not, being from north of England, we go miserable as our fucking default. But these millionaires that I used to rub shoulders with in Tokyo, fuck me. It's never enough. It's never enough for these cunts. So what I decided to do was coach people health-wise. Now, I had to go from bottom up because what I noticed with this business is people are trying to make you do the big changes straight away. So I've started off with my nine clients that I've got now, we've started them off slowly. And the thing that I started doing with them, the first thing I started doing with them, before we sorted any meals out, before we sorted any uh, fitness regimes out or fitness routines out, the very first thing I asked them to do, and this is what today's episode is about, and this is what took me so fucking long to get my shit together. And I should have done it fucking 20 years before I actually did it. 
because it is the foundation for everything. It really fucking is. Right. That foundation is, you've got to get shut at negativity. Now, as I've just said before, that's fucking default in Bradford. Default in the north is negativity. I mean, for starters, this is from my experience, for starters, the weather. The fucking weather. You're getting up. You're opening your curtains first thing in the morning. It's grey sky. If if you've got to be out of the house at seven o'clock in the morning, it's fucking dark. When winter draws in, you're leaving the house when it's dark. You're coming home when it's dark. If you're working inside in a factory, you're not really seeing sky. Or if you're working outside, it's usually grey. So that, to me, were a first negative. So I, as soon, as fucking soon as I could leave the north of England, I got out of there. I, uh, I was 16 and a half and I just fucked off because I couldn't stand it. I could not stand the, the grey, the dark, the rain. I couldn't stand it. Now I know there's a lot of you, most of you, that can't get out, that can't just up sticks and fuck off. But you've got to find a way. So it, with the weather for me, with the first thing. Secondly, the folk that you surround yourself with, you are going to have to be brutal with it. I'm telling you, brutal. Because if you're listening to this now, I would like you to think of the three most negative people in your life that have influence over you. And if those three people that are closest to you have got influence over you, if they are negative, it's time to get that knife out and trim the fat. I will listen to a a fella, if if you put your hand into a fist, put your hand into a fist, and you've got to imagine yourself being in that fist. You're in the middle of that fist. You're not the fingers, you're not the thumb. You are getting gripped by the fist, by the fingers and the thumb. You're inside, we can't see you, you're inside. Those four fingers and that thumb are the people that are the closest to you. They're your family and your friends. There might be five people, four, three, seven, I don't care. But those those fingers and that thumb are the people that are the closest to you in your entire life. Now think of those people as fingers and thumbs. 
are all of them positive? Are all those people positive? Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, kids. Kids can fucking bring you down. Now, if any of those people that are gripping you tight are negative, they are going to fuck you up because they are the closest people to you. So, 25 years ago, I had to, uh, I had to go. I had to get out of the north of England and get away from those people. Unfortunately, I took one of them people with me. And uh, not realising it, it were a negative, thinking it were a positive. And I had a decent year and a half travelling. It were all right. But I had this fucking gaping chest wound going around the world with me, which was sort of turned down to six on the volume scale because we were traveling and seeing new stuff and seeing stuff that we'd never seen in his lives before. So I didn't really notice it. It was a bit like background music. And I, and I, I felt better about myself. I felt more positive. Then I had to go back to England and I went back to square one again. I got out of it, went on the road again and finally in 2006, I cut the shackles, or I thought I had, of the last negative person in my life. I finally cut the shackles of it. But it didn't stop there, there were emails, I were having to deal with the life of this person when her life went to shit. When my life went to shit, it was like I was getting shouted at, sort your shit out. So when push come to shove, I just uh, blocked all social media, all emails, any contact was just all blocked. And since then, I've just had positive folk in my life. Now, when you start being positive, you'll notice those people who are on the peripheries of the fist, who are friend, good friends, but not inner circle friends, they sort of uh, get rid of themselves. They do the job for you. Because you don't realise that they're quite negative until you start sorting your shit out. Now, when they see that you're getting your life together and everything's going positive, those friends on that outer circle of the fist sort of start to disappear one by one. They don't do it in a group. They'll do it one by one. Because you are no longer the fuck-up of the group. Because when I were this fuck-up, they would use that as the excuse of, oh, well, I'm not as bad as him. And they'd keep you around. 
But then when they sort of see you sorting your shit out, they don't like it because then that sort of puts the spotlight on them. And they don't want that. They don't want that at all. So off they go, riding off into the night, never to be seen again. I've got good friends, good, good friends that live close to me, who have not been anywhere near since I got this shit together. I'd be out with people and they'd see that I'm not drinking and it would annoy them. Annoy them to the point where they would drink more. Now, this is a two-pronged answer, explanation. First of all, I don't want to make people do harm to themselves by just being there. So me being there, not drinking, if that's causing you to drink more and smoke more and it becomes bad for your health because I'm not doing it anymore, I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to cause you any harm. And two, if it's pissing you off that a friend of yours has sorted his shit out, puts it in the spotlight that, oh, you want a friend then? I was just there so you didn't feel so bad about yourself. So my friend circle now, and I shit you not, Snow White, has got more than double of friends I can call in here in Japan. In England, it's a little different. I go home in England um, and I see friends that I've not seen for ages. It's a little bit different in England. But here, yeah, this three I can call them. And that's about it. No more than three. In England, because I only see people for maybe two weeks every year, I just go to, I just go to uh, two or three, maybe four, I'll call in on. And that's not to say the, the other people that I had friends in England were not good friends. It's just that you don't, you don't have all in common with anybody anymore. I mean, the, per the people that I were hanging about with this time were, were friends from way back. And I wasn't going out drinking, and that's what most people would seem to be going out and doing. So that's why I wasn't hanging about with them anymore. So I would say, if you're going to come on the ride with me, sort your shit out, you've got to get shut of the negative first. And when I say the negative, I'm talking about the people. You can deal with the food and the booze later. 
but you've got to get those negative people out of the way because when they see you try to sort your shit out, they will want to drag you back for a session on booze, for a line of coke, a couple of pills. They'll try and get you doing that again. And if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do it because those people aren't in your life anymore. And it was difficult and I did miss folk, but you get used to it. And when I were a kid growing up and you'd see my mother going, oh, he's a miserable bastard, maybe one at neighbors or somebody she knew, he don't bother, he don't do anything. He's a miserable son. And you're just thinking, is he, is he a person that was just like me? He, got, he just got sick of all the fucking bullshit and told the world to fuck off. And he's living his best life now. Because there were a few fellas I knew like that. You think, oh, what a miserable son. But maybe there were just those people that were not going to put up with the, the fucking bullshit anymore. So, to my 10th client, if you do see this video, this is what we're going to be started on. It's what I started with the other nine. And um, the first few that I had as customers, as clients, they're still with me. And they did that first part months ago. And to see the smiles on their faces now, brings joy like it did to me when I got shut of the dead wood. And it is rough because these are going to be friends that have been friends with you for a long time. But once I, I guarantee, once you shot of them, once you shot of them, and it's been a few months and you, you're starting to feel better about yourself, everything starts to slot into place. So, I will be doing a lot of these episodes in, in future now, but I've started with this one today, and it's in celebration of getting my 10th client. I'm going to be going through a tunnel now. Yeah, so it's in celebration of me getting my 10th client. So I'm going to pull in here, in this posh car park, that says do not enter. Yeah, go fuck yourself. And I'll just turn the camera. And there you go. That's what happens. This is where you live when you decide to get all the negative shit out of your life. Here. 25 years ago, I was living in a dirty, grey, dangerous northern town, drinking and eating myself into an early grave and now I'm here and it's all about making that first step and cutting out all the negativity right that's a wrap 113 of the Just Passing Through podcast and I will see you all next week trim the fat ladies and gentlemen see you soon <laughs>